welcome to the C Word, the Conservatives podcast. Today we're talking about Christmas. I'm Jenna Mathiasen, an objects conservator based in South Yorkshire. I'm Chloe Rumsey, an objects conservator based in Greater Manchester. And I'm Christmas, I mean Christina Rezek, an objects <laughs> conservator based in Cambridgeshire. You are Christmas. Hi, Christina. You are awesome. A Christmas treat. <laughs> you are. Lovely to have you with us. Indeed. Thank you. This is our little tradition now, isn't it? I love it. It is. Yeah. It is. Are we like the ghosts of Christmas past, future and present? Is that a thing that we are? Yeah. Which one's which? Oh, God. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think I probably have to be Christmas past in that case as the oldest and most decrepit. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> And I'm a warning, warning to the future. <laughs> that, that means that you, as the ultimate beacon of feminism and uh, environmentalism, yes! this, has to be Christmas future, right? Christmas future, yes, because yes. uh, environmentalism That's is perfect, going to perfect, become... because I'm big, fat and jolly, so I can be <laughs> Christmas present. That's great. That's perfect. I'm thinking of the Muppets yes. now. Thanks and welcome to the show, everyone. Um, Hi. Clearly, it's our holiday special. So Merry Christmas, everyone, and Happy New Year, too. Leave any expectations of this being a serious episode at the door, please. That is correct. If you don't mind. I mean, we don't normally take the Christmas special very seriously, but this is definitely not going to be a serious one. Enjoy. I thought we could start by uh, running through the predictions we did yes. for 2019 in our last <gasps> Let's one. Let's see what came true. <laughs> so our predictions for the, the 2019 year was that more museums will experiment with VR. <coughs> oh my God. And then we killed Chloe. <laughs> while, while she's coughing herself to death, I will just say that I haven't personally seen this, but I have been living under a rock this year as far as museum visiting goes so i am not the best person to ask but um, i'm sure you guys have seen more i also haven't really seen anything but i've not really been keeping up to date with it i kind of think there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes that i'm not necessarily aware of aware of how about you chloe um i feel like my museum's quite a good weather vane for the kind of things that are going on in museums Mm -hmm. We try new things mm. and we um, have quite, it's a museum of politics, so it's, <laughs> we're quite kind of on it with that sort of thing. So mm. I think we, I think we're all right. So have you been doing anything with VR in your museum then, Chloe? We have actually, the last couple of months we've had, so we're redoing a section of our galleries. Mm-hmm. In that is going to be a screen and basically we're using VR technologies and um, photogrammetry. Yes. That sort of thing yeah. mm-hmm. to take 3D images of various objects that we can't have or don't have on display for space and condition mm-hmm. reasons. Oh, anyway, so yes, yes, we're using VR. Oh, yeah, nice. Okay, well, yeah, <laughs> uh, I'll go with, sure, yes, yes, why not? Tick. Tick. And then we said that Icon will have another Conservation Award ceremony. That was a rollover from the previous year. And actually, I think Michael will have imploded <laughs> if that had actually happened because they had the He's big had a conference. He's not he? Yeah, they had the big Blessing Icon that. conference. <laughs> uh, I think the whole team would have just definitely uh, just all just spontaneously combusted if that had happened. But maybe for next year. We'll roll it over. Maybe next year, guys. Mm. Yeah. We predicted that more European Conservatives would be leaving, but actually Brexit hasn't happened. So... There's that spot of <laughs> Well, let's sunshine. just roll that one over because <laughs> yes. uh, who knows? Yeah. End of January now. Hopefully indefinitely. Everyone. Yes. Yeah. yeah I, mean, I mean, if, uh, let's, oof. I mean, we should probably say that we're recording this on the 8th of December, which means that it's pre-election. Four days. Yeah. So we, we've got four days. We don't know what time we're recording election. who will be in charge after the election. So, um, Or in fact, what state the country will be in by the time <laughs> well, you're listening yeah. to this. <laughs> If you are listening to this, if there's even an internet network for you to download yeah. our podcast if electricity still will works. there be martial law? Will we all if, be scrabbling if in you the are, streets? If you are huddling in a burnt-out ruin of your previous home, then, <laughs> then we're thinking of you this Christmas. But yeah, so uh, I haven't noticed any more, but maybe people are just kind of holding their breaths and seeing what I think happens. That's, I think that's exactly what's been happening for the last three years, if I'm honest. Yeah. Uh, we, Christina, this one's for you. Uh, we predicted that you would write a book review for Jonathan, have you? <laughs> oh, um, no, of course I haven't. Well, uh, no, mean, I haven't done that. Been... Roll it over. Sorry, Jonathan, please roll it over and add That's to it that fine. I'm going to write up the uh, data that I presented at the ICON conference in June. Yes. Which I also haven't written up. Well, people yeah. are really looking forward Ironically, to that Ironically, for you someone who that. teaches writing for publication, I am appalling at writing for publication. <laughs> You're too busy telling everyone how to do it. Yes, that's true. 
Uh, YouTubers are teaching other people. Yes, those, um, those that can do and those that can't teach. So, oh. talking of which, guys, oh. if anybody well. would like to come to my course, it's being run by Icon in on February the 11th in London. Oh, very nice. We'll put a link in for that. Here's another one of like disappointment, which is <laughs> I have not applied for my accreditation stuff like I said I would. <laughs> so that goes on the rollover list for sure. Uh, we said loans will get more complicated af- after Brexit, but again, Brexit hasn't happened. So we'll roll that one over. Well, I'll, I'll, we'll be updated fairly soon. So if Brexit's supposed to happen now, um, the new date is the 31st or whatever of uh, January. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm supposed to be picking up an object from Brussels, the House of European History, amusingly, end of February. So probably not even in time for there to have been any kind of sense made at the border border if we do leave the EU. Well, that's, so that's My registrar's fun. basically said, don't worry, I'll come with you. So I don't have to like oh, fight good. with the people. The next one was forced into a crazy dystopia <laughs> where we fight for food. So that one's again kind of Brexit related. So I think we'll <clears> go for that one's a rollover. We wondered if international loans will start to decline again because of Brexit. Uh, we don't really have any data on I'd that. I'd love to see any data on that. Yeah. Whether people are just kind of holding off. Because mm. we've certainly there's certainly been like fewer people buying houses and fewer people going on holiday. And I'm wondering if this is, if there are just fewer people in museums at the moment, just because there is less tourism. But I don't think that's happened in my museum personally, but mm. I don't I'm know. also slightly wondering if uh, loans will start to decline because of foot- carbon footprint worries and stuff mm. like that. But mm. again, we don't have any mm. data. If any registrars are listening, I would love to know if you noticed anything. But yeah, that one is an unknown. Uh, we predicted more high profile repatriations and that's definitely come true. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Yeah, there's some been some great ones, haven't there? Yeah, so Manchester Museum being one that's made huge, huge headlines. Um, mm. my institution um, I, I work for the University of Cambridge and Jesus College has uh, just agreed to last week to repatriate a bronze cockerel sculpture that they have that comes from Benin which is now Nigeria oh, yeah. and that's been ah. hugely controversial for a long time mm. and I don't think even five years ago they would have considered repatriating oh, it wow. but I think the tide's really turning there Yeah, that's fantastic so, it is a huge change in in the museum sector at large actually i'm really impressed um mm. but yeah so that one definitely came true uh, more conservatives using menthol as a volatile binding medium christina i haven't got the faintest idea um i imagine they might be genuinely and and this is i'm not taking the piss i would genuinely genuinely really like to hear if you've been using menthol or any other volatile binding medium oh there you go uh, this one's for Chloe. More conservatives trying out Aquazole as an adhesive. Yeah, I don't yeah. know that either, but I've certainly been trying it out. Well, that's something. L- let us know if you have. Uh, we had Paranoid B72 being unmasked <laughs> as a bad adhesive. <laughs> we haven't no. done that out yet. No, no, not, not yet. More exhibitions about dissent, <laughs> civil unrest and protest. That's definitely Oh, happened. definitely, yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that was an easy win. There's been loads of them. Um, more conferences, seminars and workshops being live streamed or recorded. Yes, I'm pleased to say yeah, that has happened. Yeah, I'm really happy about that. And yeah, there's been fantastic. the Twitter, second Twitter conference yes, as well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I'm so pleased. Like, it's been like a good five times when I've just been pleasantly surprised by a sudden announcement of we're going to live stream this or we're going to record it or these are going to be on YouTube. And I'm like... Thank you. You're amazing. So really pleased with that. Keep it up, guys. More novel materials coming into conservation use. Uh, That was a bit trickier. I haven't seen any amazing headlines, but maybe it's, you know, all being done in labs secretly. (laughs) No, not secretly. Um, Just not yet published. So I'm curious about that one. And then we said climate change based museum disasters will be on the rise. And boy, have they. We've had massive flooding in the north of England, mm-hmm. uh, worse since 2007, which was a previous record year of just disastrous flooding. So that's been a hard one. There's also been um, ongoing, actually, fires in Australia, yeah. uh, bushfires in Australia that are uh, uncontrollable at this point of recording. Yeah, um, absolutely. So it's only a matter of time, really, as long as every, all the people are safe. When yeah. It, <laughs> when it turns out that mm. the priority is actually just making sure nobody dies, any more people die, at least. Yeah, there. no, absolutely. It's understandable when yeah, museums 
take a back seat. Yeah, dramatic times. Uh, so yeah, we'll probably see a few more of those actually. Uh, Roll out of conservation apprenticeships. That is happening next year. Next year. Roll over. Roll that over. Um, the Sea World will make another two awesome series. Tick. I think so. Yes. <laughs> I think so. And then become immensely rich and famous. <laughs> Not so much. Well, I mean, there's still time. <laughs> Although I like the ambition level of that one. Um, mm. Should we make some predictions for the year ahead? Yes. Apart from the ones we've already rolled over, of course. Yes. Apart from those. Oh. I predict that more people will do um, contemporary collecting. So collecting, for example, protest materials, because it's been a mighty big year for protests uh, in and out of museums. And I reckon people will be um, collecting more of those that have just been made and used, Mm -hmm. which is fantastic and interesting also from a modern materials point of view. Yeah, absolutely. That's really good. I think we will see more collections and cultural heritage lost to fires and theft Mm. and not because of climate change unfortunately but just because of humans basically i mean obviously climate change is because of humans but i mean in a more sort of immediate yeah way so we've had uh, some really big fires recently um we've had the um uh, obviously Notre Dame and, and um, Glasgow School of Art mm. going on fire again. And I think we'll probably see more of this just as things get more complex and there's more going on in museums, more potential for building an electrical work to go wrong, potentially more arson, that sort of thing. So oh I'm God. sorry, that's yeah. not very... And, and as far as theft goes, there have been two very high-profile thefts from museums in Germany in the yeah. last week, mm. I think. And one of them in Dresden, there was a lot of the, uh, jewels and gold and stuff from their treasury stolen. Mm. And there are suggestions that the thieves stole this stuff in order to melt it down oh and basically stole it for the materials that it was made of rather than its cultural heritage value. Oh and I God. think as there is more pressure on natural resources and as resources are being extracted at greater and greater rates and they're starting to get more scarce then i think we'll see people basically reclaiming materials from cultural heritage um uh, i'll do another bleak one just to get out of the way um great (laughs) (laughs) yeah well then we can be upbeat after that i think there might be a tendency of more right-wing groups harnessing heritage for nationalistic purposes i think other political parties and leanings need to kind of get in there and make sure that heritage is used for good and not for evil. I have a positive one. Okay, go for it. I think that museums are going to more and more become um, centres and welcoming to migrants and people seeking refuge. Oh, Um, yeah. As uh, not just themes, but also kind of welcoming safe spaces and places like that. I like that because we could do with some positive stories and... I don't know, a sense of belonging, I think. There's been a lot of unnecessary vilifying of uh, immigrants lately. And yeah. that's just unnecessary, isn't it? It is unnecessary. Oh, Vastly unnecessary. I think there's we're going to see more people deliberately collecting and displaying works by women and uh, yes. ethnic minorities, people of colour, just generally trying to move away deliberately from their white male narrative. I mm-hmm. think there's going to be a lot more yeah. of that, I think. If we haven't rolled it over already, I predict that this year we'll... Well, that 2020 will be the year we finally become incredibly rich and famous. Oh, a nice one. Okay, (laughs) excellent. I'll put that on the new list. (laughs) So that's our predictions then for next year. It'll be exciting to see where we're at with that. Something came up on Twitter recently, which I enjoyed, and that was what would go in a conservation Christmas tree. Oh, my God. Because uh, someone had seen uh, a really fun like museum Christmas tree, which had like dinosaurs in it and stuff. Which, oh, I saw that. That was yeah, really fun. Which is adorable. But I do love a novelty Christmas tree. And uh, what would a conservation one look like or have in it? For quite a long time, I've wanted to make baubles in the shape of various museum pests. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Do you want God. pests in your tree? No, but if they were giant and golden, I think that would be... Can oh. you imagine little moths? It would be gorgeous. Golden moths. Actually, I'm kind of tickled by that. Mm-hmm. Could there yeah. also be golden pest traps? Yes! <laughs> Maybe they're silver. Absolutely. I think you could make um, garlands out of cotton tape and things like that. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That would be lovely, Paper chains with acid-free paper. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Scraps off. And um, lovely um, see-through snowflakes made out of Melanex. Oh, that would I be subtle, this. wouldn't it? I love it. Mm. I, I want to see it was a national trust one where they like had presents at the bottom of the tree that were like things to help them look after the house oh, so it adorable. was like wrapped up with, with a bow like boxes of nitrile gloves oh, and like little adhesive tubes yeah. and that was really cute and someone else shared a photo of uh, some ornaments they'd made from scraps of leather from a bookbinding course with Aww. little bits of gilding. That was really cute, uh, which I love. I, I love creative use of scraps. I feel like I might have said this already, but when I was, I did a, a week of work in the textile mounting oh, yes. studio lab in uh, V&A. And I think it was the furniture conservation department made, they did a, a, a sort of um, craft sale for charity um, whilst I was there and the I think that it was the either furniture or frames or maybe they're both gilded some walnuts and oh, made them no, into Christmas so decorations and they were beautiful really really beautiful some really really gratuitous use I of gilding know. <laughs> Your mention of nitrile gloves has just made me realise that you could make fake tinsel out of nitrile gloves and uh, cotton tape if you attach the nitrile gloves next to each other in a line. So all the fingers were dangling down and then put some more nitrile gloves. I've seen someone do like a Christmas wreath of old gloves and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, Which is also very creative. Like, well done, guys. Oh, oh, fun fact. I totally got some seasonal colours of uh, nitrile gloves. Uh, I got red ones, but frankly, they are, frankly, they are more hot pink than they are red. So I'm a bit disappointed. But I got burgundy Mm. ones, which properly Uh feel like, A, I feel like I've got blood on my hands, but B, (laughs) I feel like they're a bit more Christmassy. Amazing, amazing. No one did like pine green or anything, which I'm disappointed about. They were only like weird lime greens. I've had a sort of, yeah, a teal, but quite a greeny teal. Yeah, I have in the past, yeah. Mm. Not quite grass green, but, you know, more green than blue. And now I just want to have more fun colours of nitrile in my (laughs) life. Yeah, okay. So last year... We had our parlour game, which was the 20 questions, which yes. was actually 10. Yes. And we were each a museum and we got each other to guess the museum. That yes. was really fun. Christina, you've mentioned that you have a little parlour game that you play with your kids, right? And Yes, to while away car journeys and stuff. It's more audio than I spy. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't really work on a podcast. <laughs> Uh, especially as we're not even in the same room. Um, no. The game we play often on car journeys and things, it's called The Minister's Cat. And it's basically thinking up adjectives in alphabetical order to describe the minister's cat. So the first person oh, might say, the minister's <laughs> cat is an angry cat. And the next oh. person might say, the minister's cat is an angry uh bushy cat and the next person might say the minister's cat is an angry bushy crazy cat which all sounds quite easy until you start getting to the letters like j and x and (laughs) so So i thought we could play this but uh obviously not talking about cats but instead using thinking up adjectives to describe an object that's in our labs so the object in my lab is a and then whatever. Okay, so I'll start and then Chloe and then Jenny. Yeah. yeah. The object on my workbench is an aesthetic object. Ooh. Oh, God. The object on my workbench is an aesthetic, bulky object. Oh. Ooh. The object on my workbench is an aesthetic, bulky crazed object (laughs) oh very good (laughs) the object on my workbench is an aesthetic bulky crazed deteriorating object oh god the object i feel like most of my mental power is going into remembering everything that you've said not actually coming up with any that's that's, that's that's the the point of the game yeah that's the point of the game (laughs) if i'm worse than this than your kids uh, i'm gonna be really upset um it could easily be worse. They have a different sentence. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. The object on my workbench... I'm going to start forgetting the sentence. Go on. The object on my workbench is an aesthetic, bulky, crazed, deteriorating and effervescing Ooh. object. <laughs> nice. Amazing. Okay, the object... I know. What the... could it possibly be made of? The object on my workbench is an aesthetic, 
bulky, crazed, deteriorating, effervescent, flaking object. Ah, the object on my workbench is an aesthetic, bulky, crazed, deteriorating, effervescent, flaky and glassy object. Oh, the object on my workbench is a aesthetic, bulky, crazed, deteriorating, effervescing, flaking, glassy, <laughs> um, heavy Oh, object. nice. <laughs> I'm going to have to start writing this down, guys. The, uh, that's against the rules. Oh. The object on my workbench is an aesthetic, bulky, crazed, deteriorating, effervescent... Effervescing. Effervescent. <laughs> I'm stopping able to speak now. Flaking, glassy, heavy, iridescent object. I'm getting a definite picture of this thing now. Yeah, I am, yeah. (laughs) Fizzy glass. Uh, The object (laughs) on my workbench is an aesthetic, bulky, crazed, deteriorating, effervescing, flaky, glassy, heavy, iridescent, (laughs) jug-shaped object. Was that cheating? No, No, we'll allow it. It's Christmas, we'll allow it. You can have (sighs) jug-shaped. Yeah, thank you. Okay. Okay. The object on my workbench is an aesthetic, (laughs) bulky... Stop laughing at me. Sorry. Crazed. (laughs) I've forgotten the alphabet. (laughs) Crazed, deteriorating, (laughs) effervescing, flaky, heavy... What's the next? No, glass. Glass. Sorry. No, I, only glass. Sorry, I helped her. Um, glass. A, B, C, D. Heavy. Iridescent. Um, jug-shaped. Um, kinetic object. Oh, God. Ooh. <laughs> oh, um, the object on my workbench is an aesthetic Bulky, crazed, deteriorating, efflorescent, flaking, glassy, heavy, iridescent, jug-shaped, kinetic, laminated object. The object on my workbench is an aesthetic, bulky, crazed, deteriorating, effervescing, uh, flaky... Glassy, heavy, iridescent, jug-shaped, kinetic, laminating, Mongolian object. Mongolian! Wow. Uh, Okay. Bringing it hard. I can't even remember what I said. Kinetic. Oh, yeah. Okay. The object on my workbench is an aesthetic, bulky, crazed, deteriorating, efflorescent, flaking. Well done. Glassy. Uh, heavy. Did I say heavy? Yeah, that's heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, iridescent. <laughs> I'm going through the alphabet every single time. Yeah, we turn the alphabet down. I do. <laughs> I'm gonna get it on my phone. Jug shaped. I'll allow it because it's not the word. Kinetic Mongolian. Um, L. I think you missed L. What was L? I said L. I'm not gonna help you with what <gasps> L was. I'm going to have to do so much censoring. Laminating. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Mongolian. I've literally just got numismatic, but it doesn't it doesn't make any sense. That doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I mean, at this point, mm-hmm. it, nothing mm-hmm. makes sense. So just go with that <laughs> Numismatic. One. Okay, great. Another one I can't pronounce. Um, <laughs> the object on my workbench is an aesthetic, bulky, crazed, deteriorating, efflorescent... Flaking, glassy, heavy, iridescent, jug-shaped, kinetic, laminating, Mongolian, numismatic, <laughs> open object. Oh, okay. The object <laughs> on my workbench is an aesthetic, <laughs> bulky, crazed, deteriorating, effervescing, flaky, glassy, heavy, iridescent, jug-shaped, kinetic laminated Mongolian numismatic open 
I'm tempted to say pneumatic just because you <laughs> make Ooh. things hard with pneumatic and pneumatic. Yes, pneumatic object. Pneum- oh my god. <laughs> New- you are not kind. It's a pneumatic the, flaking glass jug. <laughs> oh, it's the most exciting glass jug. Uh, really I would is. like to hear from anyone, uh, let's face it, probably the British Museum that might have one of these in the collection. <laughs> right. Bonus points. The yes. object on my workbench <laughs> is an aesthetic, bulky, I don't feel like I failed at the first hurdle, bulky, crazed, deteriorating, <laughs> effervescing, flaking, glassy, huge, heavy, heavy, iridescent, jug-shaped, kinetic, laminating, Mongolian, numismatic, Open pneumonic. What did you say? Why should be pneumonic now? Pneumatic. No, not pneumonic. Pneumatic. I believe in you. Quiet. I mean, they tend to be sure. Well, it can. It's kinetic, so it might be making absolutely, absolutely. Object. Yeah, but it's worth saying. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I've got nothing else. Yeah. Sure. Okay. The object on my workbench is an. Aesthetic, bulky, crazed, deteriorating, effervescent, flaking, glassy, heavy iridescent, jug-shaped, kinetic, laminated, Mongolian, numismatic, open, pneumatic, quiet, and red. Okay. Um, the object it's seasonal. Work- yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, there are red objects. Um, uh, the object on my workbench is an aesthetic, bulky, crazed, deteriorating, effervescing, flaking, glassy, heavy. Was it heavy? Yes. Iridescent, yes. jug-shaped, kinetic, laminating, Mongolian, numismatic, open, pneumatic, quiet, red stinky object stinky that's amazing what can it possibly be stinking of could be whatever's in it we haven't we we haven't actually addressed if it has anything in it it's it's open whatever it's whatever's inside um the object on my workbench is an aesthetic (laughs) bulky crazed deteriorating effervescing flaky glassy heavy iridescent jug-shaped kinetic laminating mongolian Numismatic, open, pneumatic, quiet, red, stinky, and truncated <laughs> object. What does truncated mean? Cut short. <laughs> Cut okay. short. I mean, fair enough. Okay, I can see it. I, I mean, can't. I can't, <laughs> I can't really visualize it, but yeah, okay. Okay, the object on my workbench is an aesthetic, bulky, crazed, deteriorating Fluorescent, flaking, glassy, heavy, iridescent, jug-shaped, kinetic, laminated, Mongolian, numismatic, open, pneumatic, quiet, red, stinky, truncated, (laughs) underwhelming object. (laughs) I don't think that could possibly be true. (laughs) Uh, I like it. Okay. Uh, The object on my workbench is an aesthetic, bulky, crazed, deteriorating, effervescing, flaky, glassy, heavy, iridescent, jug-shaped, kinetic, laminated, Mongolian, uh, numismatic, open, pneumatic, PQ, quiet, red, stinky, truncated, underwhelming, vodka beetle infested object oh oh what is it eating oh. whatever's inside yeah. i guess gross yeah. uh. <laughs> well it's not the glassy bits is it the object on my workbench is an aesthetic bulky crazed deteriorating effervescing flaking glassy heavy iridescent jug-shaped kinetic laminating uh mongolian numismatic open pneumatic quiet red stinky truncated underwhelming uh vodka beetle infested wriggly object oh, oh. oh. i know i oh. thought i'd oh, run with that i know oh. jenny you've got it oh. 
You both. You got it. Uh, the object on my workbench is an aesthetic, bulky, crazed, deteriorating, effervescent, flaking, glassy, heavy, iridescent, jug-shaped, kinetic, laminated, Mongolian, numismatic, open, pneumon- not mnemonic, numismatic, <laughs> quiet, red, stinky, truncated, underwhelming, vodka beetle infested, wriggly, uh, x-rayed object. Of course that counts. (laughs) The object, oh, nearly there. The object on my desk is an aesthetic, bulky, crazed, deteriorating, effervescing, flaky, glassy, heavy, iridescent, jug-shaped, kinetic I always forget that one. Uh, laminated <laughs> Mongolian numismatic open pneumatic quiet red stinky truncated underwhelming vodka beetle infested wriggly x-rayed y- yuletide <laughs> object. <laughs> Yay! Oh god. Zed. That's the sound of someone who's just realized what the last letter of the other <laughs> yeah, is. I know. The object on my workbench is an aesthetic, bulky, crazed, deteriorating, effervescing, flaky, glassy, heavy, iridescent, jug-shaped, kinetic, laminating, Mongolian, numismatic, open, pneumatic, pneumatic, yes, Yes. quiet, red, stinky, truncated, underwhelming, vodka beetle infested, wriggly, x-rayed, yuletide. I'm not falling at this hurdle. The last one. I thought of one, but I can't. Z patterned. Oh, yeah, that'll do. Yeah! Z twist, maybe like. That was the hardest parlor game. That was the hardest parlor game ever. (laughs) Oh, it could have been like, could it have been Zionist or. I said Z twist. Zoological. Zoological. Yes. Yeah. So many better ones than Z. Covered all over it, was I said. Guys, if you know what. This mystery object in our lab is right in. Send us a photo. Send us a drawing. I know what. Actually, I am not drawing this object. (laughs) You guessed what I was going to say. Yeah, because I just had the most fantastic (laughs) evil look on her face. I was like, not drawing it. Woo! Yay! Merry Christmas. What next? Presents. Uh, Wow, that was a great game. That was very fun. (gasps) Presents. Shall I open the card? Yes. It's very good paper. What's the paper? I feel like. Oh, it's a beautiful oh, card. Dear Ooh. Jenny and Chloe. Handmade in Egypt. Happy Christmas and thanks for another great year of making podcasts together. Oh. Lots of love, Christina. <laughs> oh, Christina. Oh. Making it all melt. <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh, uh, P.S. The card is handmade in Egypt from recycled materials by the... Uh, Zabaline. Zabaline. Um, the garbage collectors in Cairo who salvage waste and unused industrial materials and... Turns them into lovely things. They do. Oh, and the it's card is, is a beautiful, like, calico um, embroidery loveliness with a woman at a well and some birds and some it's palm so trees. It's so cute. Thank you. That is adorable. They, they collect waste and recycle it, but they also take things like um, offcuts of textiles from factories and so on and make them into rugs and things like that. So oh, wow. It's genius. That's so And good. you can buy them in the UK, so um, I will put a link to the shop in the show notes in case anybody else is interested in supporting yes, them yes please what paper nano is oh this paper God, crafts for like amazing people it is it is <laughs> oh yay this is the coolest thing i had the sydney opera house i have um himeji castle oh Him- Him- wow that's amazing that? excellent that will be my christmas day activity you will need a utility knife check Tweezers, check. Adhesive glue, check. Check. Transparent glue is recommended for an unmarked finish. Mm. I like to think we can avoid mm. invisible glue. I was going to say, well, what would I even use? There wouldn't be a transparent <laughs> glue to glue. <laughs> and that's, that's not right. <laughs> thank you. Oh, yes, thank you so much. <laughs> and uh, next, we all have some crackers. I have to call down our sound engineer for crackers. Yes, cracker time. Cracker time. Mine arrived a couple of days ago in an exciting tube. So can I open mine? Oh, yes. 
was the best tube noise. That's the best tube noise I've I've never been happier. (laughs) Oh my god, it's a C-word cracker. Oh, it makes a good, obviously, obviously nitrile purple ribbon. Uh, It's it makes excellent cracker noises. Yes. Okay, in my head, Uh, I am sitting. I have the silent one. And I've just eaten a huge amount of food. Or do you do crackers? I think I do crackers midway through the course. I don't do them first. We do them before. I think we do them f- yeah. before so right. we can wear the stupid hats in the that case, yes. In that case, I'm sitting in front of a ridiculously delicious looking meal that I really want to eat because I've just spent hours and hours cooking it. Yeah, I just want everyone to just hurry up and put their hats on so I can eat. Yep. We're ready. Are you ready? Okay. Okay. Yes, okay. Okay. yes I'm ready. Okay. okay. Go. One, two, three. <laughs> That was pretty good, actually. That was oh, really good. Oh, nice. I've got a nitrile purple hat. I've got a little smoke sponge, a cute little smoke sponge. It's kind of, I feel like you could carry this smoke sponge around with you wherever you go, so you're prepared for any conservation emergency. Any eventuality. Yes, exactly. <laughs> got an adorable Truth. miniature spirit level that I'm definitely going to use. Oh, definitely yeah. Definitely going to use that. I've got an exciting... Oh, I like it. A sort of um, uh, like a, a water pen, essentially. Although I guess you could put other things in there. Yes. So you also have a smoke sponge. I have a little piece of beeswax, which is very I exciting. I need to put my hat on. And then I've got burgundy gloves. Everyone who is lucky enough to win a hat will be amazed and delighted, just as I am, about how beautiful Mine's these a hats are. beautiful purple colour. I'm laying praise because I spent ages making all of them. <laughs> they don't sell purple hats. No, they, they are. I, these are all handmade by me. Yeah. Really? Amazing. Do they go oh, with yeah. the headphones? And the, the, the tinsel hat. That is correct. Oh, wow. Of course, yep. it's a little joke <clears throat> as well. Yep. Shall I read mine out? Oh, yes, go for it. So what do you have before we... What, beeswax as well. Uh-huh, I've got uh-huh. um, my little spirit level and a piece of smoke sponge. Jenny is also wearing a pair of burgundy gloves, which is rather beautiful. <laughs> when, when, do you, when, when do you read the joke? Like, is there immediately. Like a, immediately. Immediately, yeah. Good, okay. Who wants to go, go first? I'll go first. Right, so mine is, where did the paintings conserve to go after working at the National Portrait Gallery? Don't know. Don't know. The National Landscape Gallery! (laughs) Yay! Uh, Christina, do you want to go next? Yeah, mine says, what must you know to be an auctioneer? I don't know. Lots! (laughs) 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 That's actually genuinely quite funny. I was delighted by that. That's the way I tell them. (laughs) Um, Why did the Natural History Museum employ a flying squirrel? Why did they employ a flying squirrel? To give glided tours. <laughs> Did you hear about the Conservatives moving their armory collection? No. no. Why? They had to work night shifts. Oh. oh. I don't get it. Oh. Nice. That was the sound of me getting the joke in real time. <laughs> I had to be shown it visually. Going night, night. Yes. These are really good jokes. Full credit here goes to James Bailey, one of my friends who did write these jokes. Ah, Thanks, James. Thanks, James. James, you've got the gig for next year. So our lovely Christmas cracker winners. Oh, yes. They've got their Christmas crackers. They should all have their crackers by now, hopefully. What special additional feature did they have? Yes, so they were basically the same as ours, except they also had a little bit of Evalon in them <gasps> from Conservation by Design. I remember this. Yeah. So um, actually, we recorded a little bit um, as we opened our sample of Evalon, and we'll listen to that now. So what do we have? What do we have? You got a tube? You got a tube? What's in the tube, Jenny? What's in the tube? So who sent this? I'm excited. It's like Christmas. It, it is that Christmas because this is going to be for Christmas. Uh, that's, that's what that it is. It is Christmas. Because <laughs> this gives in the Christmas special. Oh. This says large sample of Evalon. Evalon? Mm, yes. So I'm getting it out of the tube. I'm getting it out of the tube. It's a good tube. It is a good tube. It arrived entirely wrapped in some fantastic uh, grey paper with Ooh. the uh, Conservation by Design logo on it. That felt very like it would make what good is, Christmas paper. What's it? Oh. It's, it's a, this is fabric-y. It's oh. like a fabric paper. It feels Tyvek adjacent. It does feel Tyvek adjacent. It looks, it looks unwoven. 
I think it's unwoven. Right, okay, okay. Okay, textile person getting yes. very no, happy mean, now. Not, not, not nearly enough, clearly, otherwise I'd know whether it's woven or not. Well. <laughs> I think it's unwoven. Okay. It's sort of a little bit like Tyvek, but it's sort of um, soft on both sides rather than Whoa. shiny on one side. Come, come out of the tube. There oh, we go. Gee, oh, that was a good tube sound. Yes. <laughs> Ooh, Okay. Oh, it's got a good weight to it. What is it? Are we going to have to Google? Is there no, information? No, no, no. Have we got yeah. an information pack? Wait, 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 wait. wait. Oh, there's we've loads. Oh, I don't want to crease Oh, this. you are right. It is non-woven. <gasps> For a data sheet. Avalon. I knew it was polyester. Yeah. Boosh. 70% polyester. Uh, 30%. How do you pronounce that? Polyamide. Polyamide. Very nice. Microfilament non-woven. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, applications include humidification, interleaving, washing, spot cleaning, varnish removal, drying aid, support for wet treatments, wrapping, dust cleaning, wipe. pH seven point one. Mm. Okay. I'm just I'm just ooing and eyeing. So no binder. That's interesting. Durable when wet. Blah blah blah. Lint free. Uh, that's gold. I like this unreactive with ethanol and acetone. Yes. Mm-hmm. And many other things that I don't take. I don't actually use. So does that mean it's water permeable? Oh, look, absorbency up to 400 times its weight. That's insane. That's amazing. Oh, my God, I'm going to use I wonder this. how it compares to absorbency-wise to blotting paper. Yeah. So what we're going to do, we're going to split this piece in half. Yeah, 50-50. 50-50. that? Sound soft. So, yeah, how do we describe this? It is white... <laughs> <laughs> white Tyvek adjacent material it's, it's like Tyvek but without any lines and, and holes. no shiny side so it doesn't seem to be a, corre- a, a right side and a yeah right so side. it's not perforated the way that like you know how Tyvek has yeah, tiny yeah, holes yeah. so, so it absorbs water but I assume that means it also lets water through it's like Tyvek and blotting paper had a baby <laughs> it is <laughs> and I shall call it Blowbeck what? <laughs> I shall call it Blowbeck for blotting paper and Tyvek. No, it's called Avalon. No, we're not renaming it. It's not Blowbeck. Baby Blowbeck. <laughs> right, so now that it's... You've done a lot of testing, haven't you? Yeah, now that it's December, I've actually had to play with this. Not to oversell this, but I don't think I want to live without this. And, <laughs> and I kind of hate that because I was like, oh, this is a needless product that I definitely don't need in my life. Full disclosure, I haven't tried them. No, that's I've fine. got some at home. That's fine. I mean... But I haven't tried it yet. Yeah, life gets in the way sometimes. And sometimes you just don't I'm have sorry. anything suitable in the lab that you're kind of working on that you, you feel like you can test something with. When I've that's tested just, it, I will record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's fine. Uh, but I had a, I had a good go. It actually took me a little while to remember I had it because I, I immediately <laughs> put it in like my stockpile of things that I would love to use, but actually I don't use very often. Mm-hmm. And since this was a completely new material to me, I was like, yeah. I barely use when blotting paper. Use this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I barely use blotting paper. Like I'm not a paper conservator, and like it's, it's, these things, I was like, eh, I'm skeptical. Um, and then I stopped being skeptical because I tried it. Um, <laughs> what did you try on first thing? My first thing was I had um, we picked out for a new exhibition. I really crunkled. It's not a word. Uh, <laughs> crumbled up like piece of not card, but like thick really thick paper yeah there was like an old advertisement for i want to say like a meat grinder or something mm-hmm. and they were like oh this would be great but the, we can't even put this in a metal neck sleeve like it's not mm-hmm. gonna fit like this is really horrendous and i was like i'll see what i can do having no earthly idea of what i would be doing because i was like i mean i don't, I don't think a humidification chamber would work on this mm-hmm. like i don't think that'll relax it enough and it was an unaccessioned item, mm-hmm. uh, so I felt like I could be you a could bit have a more bit of a play. experimental. Yes, exactly. Uh, it was kind of dirty looking and really clearly really acidic and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I'll try some of the stuff that um, that I'm supposed to be trying. So I, I took a sheet of it. Well, I, t- I cut a square out and I misted it with just a spray bottle of deionized water. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't sopping wet or anything. It was just damp. And then I just folded it and put some weights on it and left it uh, over the weekend. <laughs> Bold. <laughs> I was like, shh, everything's fine. Um, if that doesn't work, nothing will. <laughs> pretty much. And I was like, I'm definitely going to f*** this up. Um, and then I came back and I was like, that's a suspiciously smooth and flat surface now. Mm. Like, that's a very flat sandwich. And I don't remember it being that flat. And then uh, I took the weights off and I... 
externally i've actually taken the piece with me here i could see that there were like loads of stains like this yellow oh blotches yeah. uh, all over it and i was like oh well it's done something i wonder what it is <laughs> and like i opened it up and like it had like more yellow blotches but like the paper was just like happy sitting there and it was perfectly flat it wasn't moist like oh my god and it was cleaner because it had just drawn out all of the nastiness into the into this Evalon stuff and it was flat and I was like oh my god I think I need to use this again um, <laughs> and then I decided to use it for all sorts of weird things because then I went nuts so one thing I did was I had to clean some very corroded modern iron things these bits of Evalon do not look clean anymore no certainly not uh, these have really really gone through the ringer it was stuff that I treated with decoroder mm-hmm and then had to rinse because mm-hmm. you need to rinse off the decoroder mm-hmm. thoroughly with deionized water. Obviously, with iron, I don't really want it to stay wet, mm-hmm. right? So I needed to dry as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to aid that, bits of Evalon mm-hmm. around it to soak it up faster and like in like good airflow and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And I was like, well, hopefully that acts fast enough that it doesn't like r- start to re-corrode immediately mm-hmm. before I get a chance to like coat it and like look after yeah. it. And it did a great job. Like it's uh, these look well, manky. Um, yeah, they do. And it, but it did a brilliant job. I was really shocked. Like it really aided the like moisture coming out mm-hmm. of mm. the layers and everything. Oh, I don't know. It was just amazing. And then I just started using it on everything, and now I've used it for like uh, humidification patches on all sorts of stuff. Like where it's just like a couple of really nasty creases in some, mm-hmm. some textiles. I've done like a little sandwich with this stuff, and I'm like, oh, I'm, wow. and it's so reusable. Like it's not like blotting paper, where mm, it's kind of yeah. like quite quickly you're like, well, that's not getting used again. Uh, <laughs> I'm really sold on this. Actually, I'm I'm loving this. I'm using it for all sorts of weird stuff. Well. I'll uh, dig mine out. I've put mine into storage and then somewhere safe, essentially, yeah. and forgotten where I put it. And I don't know if you've ever seen clean taxidermy, for example, but you tend to like have like if you like cleaning feathers, mm. it's a good idea to have like a piece of tissue or something yes, underneath yes. it, you know, that sort of thing. And actually, this stuff works way better than the tissue does. And like it's just like, mm. oh my god, this is amazing. This is so good. Yeah. I don't know. It's just. So are you saying you think it's um, its closest comparison is? I still blotting think the, paper. Yeah, I still yeah. think the closest one is blotting paper. But it's like blotting paper plus. Mm. Have you tried washing it? I haven't yet. I meant to before mm-hmm. this, but mm-hmm. uh, I just didn't get around to it. So I, I just have my manky bits here. Uh, <laughs> they are very gross looking. Uh, and I do want to try to um, wash them. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll do a weird little Christmas washing line with adorable bits of drying Evalon. But anyway, uh, like, I'm quite... I'm quite sold. I have yeah. to say, like, I've actually enjoyed this a lot more than I thought I would. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I've probably oh, okay. tried on a wide range of really weird stuff because yeah. I work with a lot of weird stuff. So I reckon when I try mine out, I'll try humidification. That sounds really good, and I will try stain removal because mm-hmm. that sounds. I was unprepared for the stain removal being actually yeah. effective. If you see yeah. what I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll see what I can do, and then yeah. we'll pour it back. Uh, and of course, also thank you to Conservation Resources who thank also you. put things in the crackers. Excellent bits of beeswax and uh, smoke sponge in uh, various crackers. So um, yeah, thanks so much guys for helping put things in crackers. And I hope everyone enjoyed them if you got one. And yeah. This year, so we've been sent a special audio Christmas card from some fellow <gasps> podcasters. Let's listen to that now. Hi guys, it's Derek and Lawrence here from Korea in Ruins. We hope you're having a lovely holiday season and we've been really enjoying listening to your podcast lately. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Keep up the great work and we can't wait to catch some more in 2020. Um, But in the meantime, we were hoping we might be able to ask you a favour. That's right. We, um, we're going away for Christmas. We're having some time off, time away from the pod. But we need someone to look after our time machine. And we were wondering if you'd take good care of it for us over the festive period. That's, that's correct. So we can't think of anyone better. Um, but there are some rules and regulations about borrowing it because it does have to be used um, intermittently. Otherwise, the battery run low and it's quite hard to get a, a jump start on a time machine. So if you're happy to give it a run out now and again, um, all of you get free passes and return um, tickets. And all we want to know is where you'd like to go and what you'd like to see or do yeah look forward to hearing from you oh if any of those trips include revisiting 
an unfortunate scenario. <laughs> and, and please feel free to include it. Like something that might have fallen off a table. Or, oh, uh, <laughs> horrors of conservation first. <laughs> anyway, have a great um, festive period, guys. And uh, we look forward to hearing more from you in the new year. See you soon. What a wonderful idea as well. And I will happily take up the mantle of, you know, I've got cats to feed. I've got okay. Christmas presents to buy. And now I have a time machine to maintain as well. Babysit, yeah. Yeah, okay. So uh, do, do, you, do you feel like you're going to abuse this for Christmas purposes? Is this now about prolonging time so you can keep buying Christmas presents? I don't know. Cause I'm or going always... back and making sure you buy them well ahead of time. I don't know. I'm always I I'm one of those people that get frustrated when watching Doctor Who and <laughs> I'm like why on earth wouldn't you go back and just find out all the things that happened? Yeah. Mm. You're you're invisible and inaudible, so you're not you can't intervene. Oh, damn you can just it. go and observe. Oh, okay. Because I I know what you mean because I would have gone and told people not to burn Byron's diaries and I probably would have gone and tried to install a sprinkler system in the Great Library of Alexandria. <laughs> anachronistically (laughs) but uh yeah but no if you could just you just you can just you can just watch and you can find out about stuff and you can see stuff and be there at like amazing points in history but you can't intervene can't change history damn but that means i don't get to like make sure that nothing falls off the table sad face well yeah i i I don't have like a big breakage i want to i don't have either touch wood yeah i do have various bit treatments that i wish i'd done something differently i mean this is intervention but i would love to go back and hide secret messages inside things that i've repaired (laughs) you know like a little like a little slip of paper or something acid free paper uh you know just tuck it in into like the inside of something that you then seal up so that someone would definitely find something fun in the future oh my god yeah i would do that yeah yeah I think what I would go and silently observe, this is really specific, and I'm okay. sorry, everyone, but the archaeologists among us um, will appreciate this. I would secretly go and observe the early Upper Paleolithic and... Well, just a general Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And go and observe people, in, as in as in anatomically modern human and Neanderthal, and just see all of the things that they wear and do and produce that are not recorded in the archaeological record. Ooh. Because it's literally just stones and bones, and people come up with all sorts of theories just based on stones and bones and a bit of, you know. I like Thank it. Thank you. Mm. Yeah, Ooh, that's no. what I would do. I know what I would do. Go I would on. go back to the 1970s, and I would note down what the recipe for the magic mixture in our fluid specimens things are because that was never written down and it's unacceptable and i want to know what's in there and i would god both of yours are really useful and mine isn't at all <laughs> so um being a bit sad and geeky i am a massive fan of the composer johann sebastian bach and so i would like to go back to the 1720s and 30s in leipzig and uh, see the premiere of some of his that he he wrote some of his greatest works while he was um, the cantor at St Thomas's Church in Leipzig, and I'd really like to hear him play the organ. So. That sounds like a relaxing Christmas. So, absolutely treat to no me, use so. to anybody not contributing to the store of human knowledge or anything like that. Just <laughs> purely for me. Just but maybe that can be what fine. we do on Christmas Day. Yeah? yeah, we'll do that on Christmas Day. Yeah, and it's after Good we've one. we've gone to back to the earlier Upper Paleolithic. Okay, it's fine. It's in good hands. We'll definitely look after it for we'll you guys. We'll look after it, don't you worry. It definitely. might be a bit cleaner than when you left it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. I don't know about that. You've seen the state of my house. Do you think some microcrystalline wax would damage its time-travelling properties? Oh, I don't know. I would definitely use it on TARDIS, so why not? Yeah. So the other week, you and I started talking about... <coughs> Hogwarts houses. We were having sensible conversations at the time, though, so we thought, no, no, let's leave this. <laughs> yeah, let's leave this <laughs> for another little, time. That's a little treat. Now is that time? Because we started. It started as which house are you, and then it was which house are other conservators, and then it escalated into what would the conservation houses be? Yeah. So which which houses are you, or which houses do you think you would be in? I feel like I favour Ravenclaw, but I'd be okay if I was Slytherin. <gasps> Why don't see you as a Slytherin? No one does. <laughs> that's that's get the mark of a Slytherin, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I am proudly, and I know for a fact, Pottermore defined Hufflepuff, and I am proud of it. I don't take any of this 
Hufflepuff is the worst <laughs> house nonsense. Why would anyone not want to be loyal and hardworking? And kind and just. Proud Hufflepuff. Yes. Kind and just Puff Pride. Christina. <laughs> uh, I was sorted by Pottermore into Ravenclaw. I knew it. I'm okay with that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Um, I don't think I'm brave enough to be a Gryffindor. Aww. Just in case you wanted to check up on this, um, my son had his ninth birthday last week, and one of the the presents he was given was a sorting hat that you can put on your head, and you press a button, and it will talk to you and sort you into a house. <gasps> oh no! What an excellent amazing. idea! Love it. Okay. So, if you would like, I have the hat with me. Yes. I don't know if it will work over messaging apps, but we can give it a go if you want. <laughs> How are we going to do this then? So, we want to um, think of. Do we want to think of conservation greats that can become the heads of houses? Okay, I'm, I'm game. Yeah. I'm Who sure would we, we can, choose? Who sure would we, we can, choose? Well, surely Jane has to be one of them. Yeah. Jane has to uh, be I one. Feel, I feel like yeah. that's true. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Do you want me to? Do you want me to sort her? Yes. yes. Definitely. <laughs> so Jane is in Gryffindor. <laughs> it's got a little of mouth on it is. that moves when it's doing its thing. So House Henderson oh. is brave and courageous and will stand up for truth and justice. And yes. wear Doc Martens. And wear Doc Martens. And the house colour is purple. Obviously. Yeah, of course. Yes. <laughs> This this could not have gone better. Um, <laughs> Who next? <laughs> I feel like Jonathan Ashley Smith. There must be an Ashley Smith, right? Okay. Do you right. want me yeah. to do it? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. you're going to have yeah. to listen yeah. to the whole spiel again, but... There's nothing hidden in your head yeah. the sorting hat can't see. So try me on. <laughs> yes, clearly... The suspense. Just and what was it? Just and kind and true, or something like that. Kind so. and just and hardworking and loyal. Yes, beardy. That's perfect. <laughs> so, so that's how, House Ashley Smith. What color? Oh, yeah. Um, it's a house leader. Calico. Thing. That's calico. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. So nitrile purple, calico beige. Okay. Who next? Do you think? Um, I don't know. That's a legend. I feel that inadvertently we're going to be insulting some people by yeah. asking them. Capel. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes. I mean, obviously, yeah, but we have to pick four because four houses, so. Yeah. There's nothing hidden in your head yeah. the sorting hat can't see. So try me on. Mr. Capel. I didn't see that one coming. Oh. Oh, what's going to be the colour? How about photography grey? Oh, Photography yes. grey? <laughs> you know that standard photography Yeah, yeah, I do. Mid, mid, mid-tone grey or whatever it's called. Yes. Yes. Mid-tone grey. Mid-tone grey. Great idea. Right, okay, like so it. House Capel has uh, Slytherin tendencies and just... The dabbling in the dark arts. In the, with, with, Maybe a like, bit of restoration like on the side. And <gasps> oh. oh. See, this one was always going to be a little bit offensive. Sorry. Yeah, well, <laughs> do, you, do, you think he, do you think he listens? Maybe he's proud. I'm just saying, just because the dark conservators come from there, it doesn't mean that there aren't yes. loads of amazing conservators That's on the right it. side from that house who have got all kinds of leadership exactly. skills and <laughs> exactly. are great at coming up with cunning solutions to things and... Exactly. Produce lots of really good papers because they're ambitious. They do lots of research yep. because they're ambitious. I love that you're worried that he'll be offended and I'm like... <sighs> He's I not going to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that says more about your house than anyone else's. I mean, I'm kind of okay with that. <laughs> I feel like we right, need to have UCL. Can we have Liz Pye? Oh, yeah. Yes. yes. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. nothing hidden in your head the sorting hat can't see. So try me on. 
pretty convenient, isn't nice. it? Yes. <laughs> Very good. Congratulations, Liz Pie. House colour? Uh, right, so house colour for that. How about Samian wear orange? Orange. Yeah, I like that. Yay, so there are there are house leaders, our heads of houses. Love it. Love if you if you houses. want if if any of you want to sort yourselves into those houses, then tweet us. Then that is an available service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It comes strictly from Christina because she has the sorting hat. But <laughs> it, it, it is available as a service. The excellent thing is we've just piggybacked onto Rowling house attributions. So you can actually just use Pottermore, unintentional Pottermore plug. Mm. Um, and then you can then apply yourself to the houses and then contact one of the four house <laughs> founders and uh, bother them with information they don't need. <laughs> <laughs> we've accidentally saddled them with all this responsibility <laughs> oh it's gonna be so awkward when we meet these people next <laughs> uh, sorry grace oh sorry everyone uh but that, that was lovely i really enjoyed that <laughs> i did as well and this year we've recorded a special version of santa baby sung by desislava slativa Table under the tree for me. Been working so hard, funding bodies. So hurry down the chimney tonight. Funding bodies, parallel in B73 as well. I'll wait up for you all, funding bodies. So hurry down the chimney tonight. Think of all the things I faced. Think of all the space that I have mixed. Next year I'll be just as good. Check off my Christmas list Funding bodies I want some CPD And that's not a lot Been so patient all year Funding bodies Please hurry down the chimney tonight Budget all does one little thing I really need some books to inform me all oh year budget holders so hurry down the chimney tonight Budget holders fill my stocking with an MX and check Let's get permission to spend budget orders Hurry down the chimney tonight Come and stock my lap for me With some paper stocks that are acid free I really do believe you could Keep us going if you would Budget holders Forgot to mention one little thing Packing Grades for all those loans Budget holders So hurry down the chimney tonight Hurry down the chimney tonight Hurry tonight. If you're enjoying the C word and would like to support our work, then please consider becoming one of our patrons. 
For as little as $1 per month, you can help us keep our episodes online and more of them coming. Patreon helps us meet our regular costs for the show, and also to plan ahead so we know roughly how much of a monthly budget we've got. That's super helpful when you're trying to do something special like buy a better microphone or save up to go to a special event. Your support also helps keep us free of advertisements. In return, our supporters get access to our archive of extended episodes, which you can only access on our Patreon page. Yeah, for that $1 a month, you get a little extra audio enjoyment. We've crunched the numbers, and it's about 10% extra content on a regular basis. That's not bad for less than a cup of coffee, eh? If supporting us sounds like something you'd like to do, then head over to patreon.com slash the C word and join our bunch of absolute champions. Merry Christmas, everyone! Thanks for listening. We're the C word, and you've been listening to Christina Rosaic, Chloe Rumsey, and me, Jenna Mathiason. Check out our website at theseaword.show, tweet us at theseawordpodcast, or simply email us on theseawordpodcast at gmail.com. The intro and outro music is Spring by Didi Music, used under Creative Commons Attribution License. This has been a Wooden Dice production.